Hey guys, this is Fiorella Nira. Welcome to the Planner and Training Podcast. Hi, Allie. Thank you so much for being in the Planner and Training Podcast. I am so excited that you're here today. How are you? Thanks for having me. I am. Yay, I'm super excited um, because you're also from Wisconsin, and I think you're my first Wisconsin guest. Oh, my gosh. Oh, really? You're my okay. first Wisconsin well, guest. Hello. This is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, um, we're going to be talking about diversifying income and invitations, but I really want to give people context about what you do and how you started. So tell me right now a little bit about yourself, um, what you do, your business name, and where you're located. Okay, so I am Allie. I started Fashion Boat Event Planning over nine years ago, officially. Um, In that time, we have had a lot of growth. We have moved to different locations. We do typically um, weddings, but that's kind of grown into a little nonprofit and corporate work as well um, as referrals go around town, basically. We are in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um, I guess I should say Go Pack Go. I was going to say, I wonder if you were going to say that. I know. I know. We're just getting started here with the craziness of this season and fall in Wisconsin, which is so beautiful. So it becomes a busy time again. Um, you know, our wedding world kind of filters a little bit through August and slows up, and then we get a little slammed heading into football and fall pumpkin season. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit about us. And I guess um, there's myself on my team, and I have a full-time assistant, Kylie, and I have a part-time marketing social media gal, Abby, who works for me, um, and then obviously part-time hands from there for event days. That's wow. a little bit about us. Yeah. In a nutshell. And Allie, so you started nine years ago, you son? I did. How did you get started? Just curious. Um, I was, so when I graduated from high school, I worked in a bridal shop in Marshfield, Wisconsin, which is the center of nowhere, um, <laughs> and I worked with a lot of bridal gowns, but I just, I loved it, but I ended up going off to college, and after college, I moved to Green Bay, um, I wasn't sure what to do with my life, and I worked at a bridal salon there, and then got roped into insurance. From there, my mom, I'll call it her midlife crisis, started a bridal store <laughs> in Green Bay, and so I would help her there, like, I worked with these, I can help you. Um, so I had my insurance job during the day, and which I loved, and I loved everyone there, but it's just not me, <laughs> the bubbly person in the cubicle, and see what happens. But um, so that, and I was still helping at her bridal store at night, not the weekends. And while I was there, um, I was like putting a bride in her dress, you know, a couple weeks before her wedding, and the mom's like, you know, I really need someone on the day. Like a ceremony, it's right before the reception, and it's a cocktail reception, and we have a band. And she's like, I'm not going to be able to be there to check in, you know, to make sure everything gets there and set up the way I want it. 
And she's like, do you know of anyone who could do that for me? And I said, oh, I could. I could do that for you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, uh, because I had been taking um, some of the education training through the Association of Bridal Consultants. And so I was like, okay, I can do this. I can, I can do this. Um, so she's like, well, how much do you charge? And I said, oh, I'll have to go home and let you know tomorrow. Like, I'll have to think about this. <laughs> So um, I think I charged $800, I don't know, that first time, which was obviously yeah. like at the rehearsal and then the entire wedding day, I was there by myself. Oh, wow. Um, so I would never do again. And <laughs> that was my first and only wedding where the cake didn't make it. Oh, um, no. It made it, but it had been pre-stacked and fallen on the ground before oh. it made it. Um and I remember being so panicked, like, my life as a planner is over, like, yeah. what I thought I could do, I already failed at, and it wasn't my fault. Oh, no. Um, but, you know, I took the spotlights away from it, and I added a bunch of flowers on it. <laughs> and this, like, beautiful, like, six-tiered cake turned into, like, a mushy three-tiered cake because some layers had to go away because they were crushed. Um, you know, so it was. It was an experience, I think, right off the bat, learning if I could handle some of those pressures. Um, but I remember going into the church and me being like, oh, my God, they're going to kill me. I need to get up. You know, I need to help them get down the aisle now. And now like, this happened. So I, you know, the mom's looking at me. She's like, I can tell something's wrong. What happened? And I said, oh, nothing. Everything's fine. Which is like, if you know me, that's my logo. Is everything's <laughs> fine. It's like... But I always say to people, everything's fine. Yeah. Um, and she goes, no, I can read you what happened. And I said, well, the cake, it, it fell on the ground, and now it's there. And she just started hysterically laughing in the back of church. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, man, she's pissed. <laughs> like, oh, no. um, but she wasn't. She just thought, she's like, this is so funny. Don't tell my daughter. But this is so funny. If that's the worst thing that happens, we're in good shape. And to be honest, a birthday party I threw last weekend, she was there still giving me a hug. So, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I received a lot of referrals from them after it happened. And they're a large family in our community. And so it's just kind of funny how things work out when you're supposed to be doing something with your life, you know? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that's I've... how I got started. I definitely know that feeling that everything is fine while, well, you know, things are falling apart in the background, but you have to, you just, we have that job. That's our job. Yeah. To not let exactly. them worry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Even if eventually they're going to see the mess. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I remember the bride walked up to that cake and I kind of put it in the corner of the room and there wasn't lights on it or anything. And she looks at me and she's like, what the hell happened to my cake? And I said, about that, we're going to smile, take a picture with it. I don't think we should cut it. It might, like, finish falling over. And so we'll just smile and, like, walk away. Oh, <laughs> And my so gosh. that's what they did. And, and they started dancing to the band, and life was good after that. I mean, after that, I did have to fight with the baker because she did charge their card in full. Oh, and wow. I did. It took about a month for me to actually get their money back. And um, she wanted to get, like, store credit and all these things. And it actually took me, I actually reached out to the state coordinator at the time because I was having such a hard time, like, dealing with this baker. And I'm like, what are you thinking? This was, like, really important to them. And you wrecked it, and you were crying when you delivered it. Now you charged them $1,200? No. no. It's not like it no. was a big cake. 
Right. And you didn't have backup. The, we were at a college, and they actually had, like, backup desserts in the freezer that they hadn't thought and served. But um, she didn't even have backups, and she had a bakery. And I was like, what in the world? So um, it took a letter, though, from the state manager for the Association of Bridal Consultants on Customer Etiquette. Oh, wow. And then she got her money refunded, and she was thrilled with me that she's, like, paying for you made it worth it. Yeah. It, it's oh, yeah, yeah it's it's how interesting started. how you know uh, these things happen but there always has to be a backup i actually had a cheesecake once that we had a you know sometimes they'll order a smaller cake and we'll have sheet cakes in the back um that don't you know they get cut and i had cheesecake and the venue um said they just gave me this tip they said every time there's cheesecake we try it and so, thank goodness, because when she tried it, it was a little sour. And obviously, we can't serve this to 200 people because you don't want anybody to get sick. And we called the, the baker. I'm not kidding. In three hours, we had brand new sheets of cheesecake. And oh, they, wow. just, they, just, they just whipped some up. They were delicious and fresh. But because we had so much time and we caught it so early, they had all this time to repair it. And so it's it's kind of disappointing when they don't have a backup. And that's, that's never, um, we've had some instances where things fall on the way there. And, you, you know, you have to cover up while they keep baking for more. But I've never had mm -hmm. someone just not bring a, a, at least a fake cake that they can pretend to cut. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I know. It's wild. Wild. Okay. So, um, getting past, you know, all these putting out fires and, you know, letting people know that everything is fine and dandy. I know because I know you for a, for a while now, or, you know, of you at least, and we've met in person and I've done your workshop. And I know that from planning, you decided to diversify your income in several ways. And one of them was invitations. So I want to hear a little bit about why you decided to diversify your income from planning and adding on another service. Sure. Well, in our area, there isn't anywhere to go for invites. Some bridal stars might have like a couple like Carlson craft books or something like that that they try and, you know, do as like an add-on service. But mm -hmm. nobody's really doing invites around here and obviously being a planner like the information going out to the guests is a very important thing and having the right information on everything that goes out is vital right to the planning going well and the RSVPs coming back in time and the flowers getting all the right way for yeah. the right amount of people all of that um, so it's really I think a natural fit for planners to to do stationary um, stationary is not necessarily easy but once you get the hang of it and you know the different print types and the sizes and you're able to work with graphics, that I think it's something that most people can do um, because there are companies obviously there to help you if you can't design on your own. Um, but it's a lot of trial and error too. And sometimes when things are screwed up, you need to bite the bullet and pay for the reprints yourself, you know, if something was missed or something happens like that. So yeah. It, it can be a blessing, but also a burden like any business, right? So right. Um, 
but it is an easy way to obviously take your income level up quite a bit. You know, if you if you have 10 planning clients, let's say, or 30, you know, whatever that number is, and now all of a sudden you can offer them save the dates and you can make $1,000 on those and, you know, you help them find the addressing for it or you work with printers to get the addresses printed on because um, there's no labels in this world for us. <laughs> um, I'm very fussy um, <laughs> about how they go out and how they look uh, because it's all an etiquette thing, right? And if you're a planner, you know etiquette. And right. if you don't, you should definitely pick up an etiquette book by Emily Post on Amazon or three, um, right, to, to learn the etiquettes and planning and in stationery. So um, you become their advisor and you should be advising them on their paper goods as well um, because that is what the guests are getting as, uh, you know, a preface to the event. So right. um, with with that, we added on, and, and we work it into every single one of our planning, you know, things. We started out, you know, you can start out really easily with, say, Carlson Craft, right? You can get a couple albums sent to you, minimal investment, 100 bucks an album or whatever it is. Um, you know, you pay 100 bucks for an album, and you get a $900 order off it, and you make half that money. So right. it's worth it. Um, it's a way to add on and to really, it's value added to the client, right? Because they're not having to go somewhere else, talk with another person. I mean, I've dealt with other, not, you know, some of our clients too will have friends that are graphic designers, let's say. My friend's doing my invites, they're a graphic designer, and they can send it to their printer in town. And I was like, okay, that's okay. great. And so I said, you know, let them start that design. But as your planner, I want to make sure the information's right. So it's like, you just send it to me for me to proof it. But let me tell you the ball of worms that I usually, like, I mean, it's crazy. Like, they'll have an RCP date two months out. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll have, you know, like, things just don't drive or the entree selections are wrong or there's no dietary restrictions line for mm-hmm. a plate of meal. You know, it's just these things that there's no room block information on it, which is vital here in Packer City yes. um, in the fall. So there's there's usually really important things missing, and that's where we can show our expertise as planners, right? It's you need X, Y, Z on here. I can work with your friend to help get the right things on here for you. Um, or if you feel we need to start over, let's do it. You know, like tell me what you want and I will do it for you. That's what our job is. Um you know, I think a caterer said it best to me, like one of the staff said the other day, like, oh, I wouldn't want her job. She, she's everyone's bitch, you know. Oh. But it is like, it, it's kind of is part of our job, you know, is to take care of the client in the right way. Yes. And I don't see it that way. I see it as servicing the client. Exactly. Um, and depending on how you look at this job of ours is whether you're right for it or not. Exactly. Because you know, you're thinking like that caterer staff was, then you're definitely in the wrong <laughs> line of work. Yes. But if you're like, I can help you with this. I know about this. This is your first time planning an event. Probably the biggest event you'll ever have. Let's do it right together. Like That's what you can do. And invite, I think when you do invites for people too, it shows your knowledge in a lot of areas that people aren't knowledgeable anymore in etiquette and inviting and stationary so and hosting i really think yes hosting mm-hmm, in general yes 
You're exactly right. And that's why, you know, with us, we started with a lot of invites and, you know, we've had different planning locations, you know, offices that we've worked in. We got up to a warehouse level and we pulled a little bit back to focus on what we're really good at. Um, And, you know, with that, like, we started the retail end of stationery, which is called Social Graces, which I think a lot of people are missing in their life with a little grace while they're being social. So to kind of bring that back full term, you know, and a big thing for us, I have three small kids, is, you know, teaching them the value in that in their life, too, of thinking, no, then it's not texting all the time and it's not, you know, posting on Facebook, it's giving something in the mail, it's giving something thoughtful, it's taking the time to say thank you. It's a, a thank you goes so far. And I, I was just talking about this in a different, we're, we're doing a, I'm doing a different podcast that's um, in the same planner and training, but it's just under, after I clean up, because so many things come to my brain when I'm cleaning up a wedding. And saying please and thank you goes such a long way. And I just wanted to say that because yes. that's, that's something that I just recorded last Saturday. But I have to tell you that when when you said that this was called Social Graces, this new little venture of, of invitations, um, I couldn't think of a better named business for, for invitations and and anything that's paper goods. How did you come up with that? Has that been in your brain for a while? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have traveled, so I will say that some of the, um, you know, since, let me think of when that was. I mean, it was quite a while ago. I had, I mean, that first client I had, right, was very much into paper and everything needs to be monogrammed and done. That's great. I was like, oh, take note, you know, like yeah. this girl knows her paper. And then I would say I had a planning client a year or two after that. You know, and I was doing invitations in the shop, but they were also pretty basic, you know. There there wasn't foil, there wasn't embellishments, there wasn't pockets, there wasn't liners, you know, all these different add-ons. Yeah. You know, because I came from a very practical, like, thrifty, like, growing up, you know. Right. Like, why would you need all that? <laughs> um, and so she actually, so I know this is kind of a little bit of a whirlwind, and this probably doesn't happen to people often, but she said, you know, we just really hit it off in planning. And she was in Chicago, and the wedding was here because she was originally from here. So she'd come up and we'd meet her, we'd talk and email about things, you know, we were planning for the wedding. And it got to the stationery, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just love stationery so much. And so I found that there was this national stationery show in New York. And I was like, I've always wanted to go to New York. I totally need to go to this. <sighs> so, like, I'm going to book myself a flight, tell my husband he's watching the kids, and, like, go do this. So I'm talking to her about it um, because she loves paper. And she's like, well, Allie, during that same week, I have to go to Waldorf, or, um, sorry, to Kleinfeld in New York because she had gotten a custom panina from Kleinfeld. Oh. And so she's like, I'm, I'm going to be there. Do you want, I have a two-bedroom suite at the Waldorf. Do you want to stay there? And you can come to Kleinfeld with me? And I was like, crapping my yes. pants. I yes, was like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> like, 
I'm not talking to anyone. I'm going. And I'm like, okay, and then you can come with me to the stationery show. And she's like, oh, my God, that's my dream. I work on computers all day as a software, like, engineer. Like, yes, I want to do that. And so I met her in the lobby of the Waldorf, checked in with her, went to Kleinfeld, went into Tiffany's to fix her ring. I mean, it was just like a whole different world was like in front of me. Yeah, really quite dreamy. But from there, you know, I found lines that I wanted to carry at stationery show. I like touched, I felt, I talked to printers, I learned about different types of printing. And it was like, oh, oh yeah, I'm bringing this home. Yep, all this, I'll take all this. And so I've probably been back three times. We were there this spring again. And kind of knowing that we wanted to start this, I think we started looking at the retail spot that we picked in like March or April. You know when planners are slower and you're like, oh, yeah, I can totally like start doing this. Like I need another project. Um, and But it was a slow like decision for us. You know, we started thinking about the name and the location. And then we decided we were going to go to the stationery show this year and like see some things and decide if we wanted to, you know, take that jump and and we did. So here oh we gosh. are, and we open on Monday. Uh, and it's crazy because I yeah. I saw your post that you went to the invitation show, but I had no idea that you had this new venture happening. And then I just asked because I knew that you were doing invitations. So it, I feel like it's just meant to be, and it's going to work so well. Uh, and I'm so excited for you. Yeah. It, I, it is oh, a good fit. You. I yeah. feel like after talking to you in the right before we started recording the podcast it's it's going to be such a good fit for you and and I'm, I'm just really proud and and really happy for you yeah and we you know with that too because there's so many areas of you know as a planner when you're in one location you know you get asked to go you know we get asked to go all over the state you know like oh I love your work can you come to Milwaukee and do a wedding and I'm like eh. Like, there's great planners down there, you know, or (laughs) northern Wisconsin is different or, like, to the west of us is different. You know, there there are pockets of, like, not a lot of population. So we do travel for, like, tented events in backyards at the Mm -hmm. cottage or whatever. Um, But a lot of our clients, too, then wanted to shop online. So we did, you know, when we set up the retail shop with, with everything that was coming in, now we put it all online too. So we have an online shop, which is great. So then we'll actually like deliver monogram baskets and things to like our customers' home. It's one of those things where if you take, you know, you're showing your knowledge and your expertise again in etiquette with stationery, you show up to deliver a monogram tea towel with a tea set and custom thank you notes to somebody's house. Like here, somebody ordered this like birthday basket for you. Um, they're going to take note who showed up, you know, to deliver that to them. So we made an online portion of that. So it's very easy for people to, to order online too, because we know it's hard for people to, to get places these days, you know, Amazon's our best friend and as a retailer, you hate it. But, um, you know, so we started socialgracespapery.com. So all of our items are on there so that everyone can, you know, our customers can schedule an appointment for wedding invites so that we have the people here to guide them through that etiquette process. And then um, everyone can order online too any of the everyday goods that we carry. So that's a lot of fun. Wow. And so um, because of what you just said about being online, uh, it just, just came to my mind, how far are you delivering? 
Um, we're pretty much sticking to the Green Bay area. Okay. Um, we're working on our shipping right now. I feel like that's a whole nother animal that we have to get right yeah. first before we ship. But it's, it seems like uh, most of the items are in place. It's more like the postage and the weighing and the shipping. You know, that part of it is right. a little more daunting. Um, but, yeah, we set that all up in place right away so that it was easy right off the bat um, to be able to offer that in the coming future. So stay tuned for that on the website. Yeah, because I'm thinking, you know, all of these wedding vendors that are listening, they could use you as a way to deliver their thank you baskets and thank you notes to their clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have some custom designers here that do some custom watercolor things and calligraphy for us because although I wish I had all those talents in time, <laughs> I do not. Um so I guess we become the organizer of all of that. But yeah, we have some great local people doing some things for us too, which is which is really cool to offer in our area because there isn't there isn't even a calligrapher here, wow. you know, yeah. that like is known for it like there is, let's say in Milwaukee. So we were you know, we have to like ship our envelopes out to get calligraphed and then ship them back as part of our invite process. So it's nice to have some local things coming together too. Right. And Allie, so with this extra service, this the invitations, do you have a person that is responsible for the invitations or are you responsible for those? Are you in charge of those? I'm pretty much in charge of the wedding invites themselves. Um, just because there's a lot of detail that goes into them, you know, if somebody stops in, it it's easy enough for my girls to take down their information and the wedding date and what they're looking for and things like that. But when it comes to all the nuts and bolts and all the wording and are we putting the parents' names on here and are we not? And tell me about the flow of your event that night. You know, for people who aren't working with the planner, that's um, really important too, you know, to make sure that when we're doing invites, we have to understand, is it a plated meal? How long is the cocktail hour? Is there a pre-reception? You know, because this is the information the guests get. And then we also ask a lot of questions about the wedding website and the registries. Because putting registries on the invite is a no-no. Exactly. So we want to make sure that that website is up to date. That's kind of a soft reference to a registry mm-hmm. without saying. Right. So, and you're getting people the information they need to come prepared to your event. And yeah. to not be like, well, I didn't know that. Nobody told me, like, it was black tie. You know, I mean, it's at the country club, but, you know, I wore a sport, sport coat or, you know, so there are a lot of important elements that go into it. So it's it's pretty much something that I handle a lot of that, that end of it, because there's, there's a lot of proofing, too, that goes into all the different revisions. And how long have you been doing invitations? Oh, I think the whole time. The whole time? I remember meeting with someone for the first time when I was working in my mom's bridal shop. I mean, I'd help people with, like, she had the Carlson Craft, you know, books there at the time, and I'd help people with that. That was kind of, like, what I knew a lot of. And then, um, I mean, I remember people, I remember meeting with people in my old house when I had babies. And we'd, like, go upstairs on the computer and start to design on um, one of the software we use, which, um, take note, planners is um, printing press extreme pro Um, it's a design software that's pretty user friendly because i will tell you this girl and adobe are not friends that is not me um that is my marketing girl abby she does all the stuff that i can't do 
but it's a very it's a very easy program. You can send things to print right through them. It um, the program does seating charts. If you put in an Excel file, it makes Excel pretty seating chart. Um, it does place cards and it pulls the guest name, table number, and entree. Um, it does guest address, like when you upload the Excel spreadsheet for envelopes. Mm-hmm. It will fix all the STs and write out streets. It'll take the ABEs, make them avenues. It'll take WI and write out Wisconsin for you. It does amazing things if this you're looking to get dreaming. into it. <laughs> That yeah, perfect. it does. It, it makes that etiquette easy, you know, because if any of you have helped your brides with their guest list, have you seen the hot messes that come in? Like, oh, my God. It's like, did you go to school? You're a doctor and yeah. you gave this guest list. And it is horrifying. Like, <laughs> the addresses aren't even written out right or the zip code's missing or there's no state. And it's like. Um, I was going to, like, if you would turn around to send that to a printer, they would be like, whoa. And then they print them all wrong, and then your customer would be mad at you. You know? It's kind of like, so this is a program where you put it in. It can fix it all. It can send it out as a PDF to get printed and show up at your doorstep or send it to a local printer. You don't need to be printing or doing any of that yourself. You know, if you find someone, like a quick printer and, I don't know that FedEx is like the right thing, you know, like a Kinko's. Right. But if you, if everyone has local printers where if you work with them on the cardstock you want to use and the envelopes, and sometimes we provide a lot of colored envelopes for our local printers, but you need to get samples to make sure the weight works. But it, uh, you make a lot of money if you're like designing in a program like that because you're not paying out a different company. You know, you're just paying printing costs and it's your time. Yeah. You can a very decent extra income that way if you're taking on. And they have preloaded designs oh, for wow. you to work off of. So <clears throat> it is very, it's very user-friendly. So that's Printing Press Extreme. And I found them at the stationery show years ago. And so you so you use their preloaded designs or do you ever get a designer to come in? We pretty much do all of our own designs. Yeah. Um, but they do have some to start with. And they come out with different projects every month in newsletters that then you get the templates for. But they also work hand-in-hand with, like, creating company and developments. Um, so okay. you can pull those paper sizes and colors and inks in, too. Envelopments um, is one that we work with quite often, you know, on certain types of pockets. And they do – they have an online design program now, too. So you don't need to be, like, an Adobe, you know, graphic designer, Um it's very easy. It's all online. So wherever you are to get online, you could be at a coffee shop and pull up your, your you know, MacBook and work on it. Um, or you can be in your office working on it. So that's very flexible, too. And they have all the colors and they do all the different types of print as well and guest addressing. So um, that's another great, you know, resource that's working with development. So um, that would be another one I'd tell you to maybe check out. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. That is amazing. I think you blew my mind just with the printing press extreme pro that's that's just it's it's crazy all the services that they have yeah and it's very easy for you to succeed you know what i mean yeah and so ali with since we're talking about diversifying income what has been the biggest 
thing that you have noticed in your business because you have this diversified income with the invitations and planning? You know, I think it's the, so with taking, let's use, uh, you know, I'll talk about some of my planning rates because this is how it makes sense to me because I'm not a financial person whatsoever. (sighs) You know, so if I'm full planning for a bride, that's $7,000, right? We used to offer a weekend coordination package, which Mm -hmm. was like, you know, it definitely wasn't a day off, but it was a, okay, let's talk about what you did so far and what we need to do now, and now I'm with you the whole way, Mm -hmm. right? Like you did some vendors, you have your venue, those things. So that midway point, 3,500, right? Half the price. Then we used to do a decor offering, so we would just like, design the room, set up and take it down. And instead of like what other decorators do, because we are not decorators, um, but I will not hire a decorator. That is us. That's like a value added for our clients is that we do that. Okay. Um, so we would, because we have the staff to do it, but let's say that was 1400 right? $1,400 in labor charges for the setup and take down that mm-hmm. thing. So, you know, for us, we were able to get rid of the smaller packages because of what we were getting. You know, so if I have one planning client, now I'm able to make a $1,000 on the save the dates and $2,000 on the invites, and now I have printed many seating charts, ceremony programs, that's another $1,000. Yeah. Right, so now I have one wedding versus three. Oh. And I'm just working harder on everything for that one. Right, wow. So that's an easy way you're taking a $7,000 client to a $10,000 client. They're going to have to buy the things anyway. They're buying exactly. it somewhere. It's just exactly. not from you. Right. And, and now you, you're like, oh, I'll handle that. Oh, I got that. Yeah. And do you, do you feel like it has um, bettered your branding and um, your how people view your business as a whole because – your serv- your planning services are on point, but then also your invitation services are also on point, and then all your photography that you get back is, is very cohesive? Uh-huh. That for the branding, but also that clients go, call Allie, she'll take care of everything. Right? I'm not sending them, you know, when they come yeah. to me for planning, I'm not saying, okay, well, now you can go here, or you can look on this website here, or you need to set up an appointment with this decorator, or we need to go see this showroom. It's all here. Mm-hmm. It's all like, they walk in, and they're like, okay, I'm really nervous about, you know, we need to get some stuff done. And I'm like, okay, let's start with layout. Let's talk about timeline. Here's your colors. Here's what we picked out for the flowers. It works with these tablecloths. Now let's have this menu matching with this seating chart and this ceremony program and this invite. And that's the flower from the cake. And here it comes through. And they walk out and they go, we just, like, got everything done. Yeah. You know, that was at my three to six month checklist. Right. You know, in, in a two-hour appointment is done. Yeah. And they're walking out the door going, all right, I can, like, work my job of too many hours. That's why I hired you and not freak out that something's not done now. So it's, for us, it's making, I mean, <laughs> we become quite overloaded and, you're going to need help, you know, I mean, depending on the type, the number of planning events that you're doing and planning something, it's a slow, it's a slow thing. But if you wait, it's good. You know, if you're patient and you're good to your clients, people take note and they're going to tell their friends and they're going to say, 
I wouldn't do it without her. Like, I had a mom come to me last year, and she said, Allie, but I booked all my vendors. Why do I need you? And it was so hard for me to tell her why she needed me because I'm like, well, why are you sitting here? Like, clearly you don't want right. to do some things yourself on the day. And she's like, well, all my friends, you did all their weddings, and they all say I need you. And I'm like, well, we do this, this, and this, and this, this, and this on the day, and this before, and we'll do these mock setups with you. And she's just like, okay. And she kind of talked me down in price, and I did it. And then, you know, I joked because a week after the wedding, I went to drop off some things that we had from the country club still. I dropped it off at her house, some extra flip-flops and things we didn't send home with them that night. And I looked at her, and I go, she's like, I don't know what I would have done without you. I'm like, Oh, Amy, I remember when you were sitting at my desk and you said, but why do I need you? (laughs) And she's like, I am so sorry for that. Oh, my gosh, I'll tell everyone. And so, you know, it is planning slow, but, you know, then the next friend's sister gets or daughter gets engaged and it's a thing. And when it starts rolling, it's very good. And I feel like stationery is the same way, too. You know, oh, where'd you get your gas hand towels? Oh, I got them here. It's all word of mouth. Yeah. It's all connection. And it's so much stronger when it's word of mouth than when it's you saying it, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, you can pay for all the paid ads. And yes, you want visibility. And yes, you want to be in front of people and you're at the bridal show booth so that you're being known and making connections with other vendors. Um, But the thing that's going to keep you going the longest is, one, treating vendors well. Two, not being a queen bee trying to like tell venues what to do, but being courteous and not expecting them to do the work for you, you know, because that's how you're going to get your venue referrals. Yes. And, uh, you know, making them look good. You want to make them look good. And, and the same thing with stationery. I mean, the better that looks, the more detail there is to it. When somebody opens an envelope for a wedding invite and they're like, oh, this is cool. They're going to be like, where did you get them? You know, they're going to talk about it. And that's what that's what you want. That's, you can't buy that Yeah, with any ad. You can't. You really can't. And so, Allie, with, with invitations and um, adding them and people who want to add them to their planning business, we know that we're going to need extra help, extra hands. Is there any other big tip that you have that would help someone get started? You know, I would say if there's, you know, maybe I can send you some resources, some links to a couple of the companies we talked about. Yes. Um, I think there's, there's there's small ways to get started without biting off too much, you know, and opening a retail shop and dealing with a point of sale system. And, you know, the stuff yeah, that goes with that's it. scary. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, a little bit, you know, like manning <laughs> hours, things like that with three kids and, you know, 50 events going on. It's, you ah. know, it can be a bit like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? Wait, I love paper. Um, <laughs> you know, but for, for us, it's hopefully a way, too, where we can do even less events, you know, and be here and help people. And, you know, someone who comes in for invites, you know, at the same time was probably one of those people that, that you talked to that said, oh, I don't need a planner. I just need a coordinator for the day. Well, guess what? <laughs> when they get in a stationary store and they're talking about their invites and they're like, I don't know. 
I don't know. I didn't have my food tasting yet. I don't know. I don't know what the date should be. I don't know when I need to get my list to the my count. I don't know. You know. Right. <laughs> so it starts to make them go, oh, crap, I might need some help. You know, like, right. I'm not on it. I booked my forest and my venue, and I got my dress, and the guys picked out the tuxes, and I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, you know, planning so easy is my favorite thing. Oh, I'm a planner. I can totally do this. I like <laughs> checklists. Okay. Um, <laughs> checklists don't look good visually on a wedding day. But um, so, you know, we know it's like the harmony of how things come together. You know, I think if you start small, you can, it's something you can easily grow into. You know, and if there's like a designer that's local that you work with, and I know there's great ones around our state who do stationery on their own, you can work with them too. You know, like we work with, um, it's a girl down the road here, Katie, and I know that sounds very Wisconsin, a girl down the road here. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. But, um, you know, we worked with her and it was like, okay, let's do retail and wholesale. What does that look like if I have all these customers or brides coming in? I want you to be like my trusted source. So we sit down together or I'm pulling you in at this meeting and then you're drawing a watercolor based off it or whatever. You know, it's how there's little ways that you can start making money off of it without maybe diving full in right away too because you need to get knowledgeable in it. You don't want to be like, okay, here, now we're starting this. And a lot of the invite companies, you know, where you order albums and books, they want to educate you too. So they'll maybe give you like ordering timelines. Um, They might offer some like online webinars. But, you know, if it's something you want to get into, just dig, just dig on etiquette order the Emily Post books that talk about how to properly address things. Leave it at your desk as a reference. Yeah. Let that mom see it, you know, and the mom will, I mean, I think I lost my last one or two because moms never gave it back to me. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a paperback. It's easy. It's, I can maybe send you the link for that, too, because it's a yes, really that good would be reference great. guide. And the Emily Post website has address etiquette as well, right on the website. It's free. So, so there's a lot of ways to dive yourself in and learn about it. Wow. This has been just a huge, huge impact in just not only like what you're sharing with me, but just the knowledge that you have. I just want to thank you so much for for your time and and for being willing to give, you know, all this knowledge out to everybody who's learning and trying to grow their business too. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's fun yeah. to share. So let's let's um let's tell people where they can find you and find you and Session Bow. Where can they okay. find you? Well I am online at fashionbow.com. Our retail for stationery is socialgracespapery.com. On Facebook, you can find us on Instagram at Fashion Bow LLC. I think, see, this is bad because I don't do all of our media, so I get really stupid with some of this. But you'll <laughs> find us, and you'll find me. <laughs> you will. You'll find us. It's all linked off the main website. Um, so find us on social media. But, yeah, that's, that's where we are. And if you're ever in the Green Bay area for a game or something exciting, um, we're located in a little village just east, southeast of of the 
big booming city of Green Bay. We're in De Pere, Wisconsin. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to go and see your new location. I'll be in Green Bay in September, so I'll come I'll come and see you. Oh, yeah. Yes, let us know when you're here. It'd be I great will. to see you again. Yeah. Well, All thank right. you so much for your time. Yeah. And I will talk you to you having. soon. All right. Thanks so much. Have a good day. You too. Guys, if you enjoyed the podcast with Allie, please, please go to iTunes and go to the podcast and leave us a note um, and tell me what you thought about our podcast, what we could be doing better. Uh, the more reviews that we get, especially if they're very positive, the more that will be visible to other people who would be interested in listening about their wedding and event business. So thank you so much. And I will see you guys later. Bye-bye.